0: Firstly, the answers to last week's quiz, which are as follows. Sixpence of Anusian furlong, twice on St Bartholomew's Eve, but only in his stocking feet, and not while Captain Yates is standing in Mortimer Station. Thanks to everyone who wrote in, and the winner is Mrs Ignatius Goosebody of Stoke Poges, who has secured herself a year's supply of remanded red to ghost DVDs handy for plugging up all those embarrassing gaps, wherever they may be
1: which make the announcement
0: ladies and gentlemen with a gleam in their eye and a spring in their sofa it's round the archives <laughs> Hello, 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 and to the show, welcome! Ha 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 ha! Boom, boom. Oh, Sorry, I don't know what came over me. Hello, I'm Andrew, and sitting opposite me is...
1: Hello, I'm Lisa.
0: Hello, oh, hello Lisa, I didn't know you were here. Uh, <laughs> welcome to Round the Archives, which is our rather odd attempt at doing a podcast about archive TV. We've got uh, a huge DVD collection, and thought it was about time we got talking about it because there's an awful lot of good telly out there from hundreds of years ago which nobody seems to watch anymore
1: not not,
0: not hundreds of years hundreds of years oh they they, they, used to be very old television you know you
1: you know you can't see william the conqueror i
0: can i can see him now he's sitting opposite me with his lance out what do you (laughs) what do you have a lance? i don't know uh thank you anyway um what have we been watching, or well, what have you been watching today when it comes to old telly?
1: Today, when it comes to old telly. You have been I mostly have... watching. I've mostly been watching, or I have been mostly watching. I have watched a little bit of Heidi High. Okay. Which BBC Two. BBC Two. BBC Two. two. Is currently, Hello, BBC Two, is, currently BBC two showing is waving at you now. Every afternoon at around 2.30.
0: So we've got Heidi High, and that's. Yeah. Yes Minister as well? Yes I mean...
1: Minister. I didn't watch Yes Minister, All right. but well, it was on.
0: Both of those have been basically from the start yes. last week, was it? Yeah, in, yeah, in the last so...
1: week or so. So Heidi High is now up to the first episode of Series 2.
0: Which, oddly, we watched independently a yesterday. couple of days.
1: Was it Was it yesterday? Kind oh, oh, yes. yes. it seems a long
0: time ago. Yeah. Um, and you've also been watching a thing on...
1: Uh, Talking Pictures TV.
0: From Southern TV Southern from about nineteen seventy six. Something like what's, that. What's it called?
1: It's called Tell Me Another. It's presented by um a character called well not a character, a person. <laughs> He's real. He's real. A person called uh, Dick Hills, who everybody seems to know but I have never heard of.
0: I think didn't he write for um Eric and Ernie? sid and dick wasn't i, it? I
1: honestly couldn't tell you i'm that? gonna look I'm that not up very good with writers on comedy people I'm look
0: at that. if you want to hold this then okay uh, you,
1: are then you going I'll to look it look up? up yes are you going to look it up on the internet on the inter-
2: interwebs, oh, interwebs. Oh, careful yeah. okay, um, carry on talking
1: basically all, all, what this series involves is it? he yes dick kills he talks to different variety people and actors dick. presenters
0: yeah.
1: journalists Clement Freud, slightly unfortunately. Dick Hills
0: and Sid Green, here we go.
1: All right, okay, let's just have a little bit of information. Richard
0: Michael Hills, born 1926, um, and Sidney Green, informally known as Sid Green and Dick Hills, TV writers for... Quite a few things actually. Um, they created with Anthony Newley The Strange World of Gurney Slade, which ah, we might right. get round to doing at some point. Yeah, we've they, only
1: done one episode. They wrote well. for
0: Frankie Howard and Roy Castle, and also for Eric and Ernie on Two of a Kind, the their ITV show in the mid 60s. Right. There you go. Okay, so So that's that's who he is. That's why he knows everybody in show business. Ah, right, that would
1: explain it then. Uh, Basically, as I said, what he does is he has all these different people on his show and they they talk about various things that have happened to them in their career. Um, Today's episode was talking about the various uh, theatrical lodgings. That they've stayed in. Um, I was going to say, John
0: Pertwee was on a few John I've John Pertwee's seen. been
1: on a few, telling all the same stories, all the stories that, that you've Pertwee seen, if used you've used seen John Pertwee at a convention. To right. um, but tonight's episode had uh, Colin Crompton. Was Roy Castle? In Roy Castle, yeah. Clement Freud, Humphrey Littleton, uh, Jack Parnell, who uh, I you vaguely know off. There's
0: been a few with Spike Milligan and Jack, Sp- Jack Milligan and Warner Jack and as well. Warner.
1: Um, Diana Diana Dawes. Dawes, Barbara Windsor.
0: All sorts. But the real big news at the moment is that BBC Ooh. are doing their celebration of comedy. They are so they are and they
1: started on Sunday night, which was the um, 28th of August 2016 mm-hmm. with um, a reboot of porridge mm-hmm. with Fletch's grandson which we may cover at a later stage mm-hmm.
0: but you today want to talk briefly about i being served yes which you?
1: is my favorite comedy series ever Ooh, Um that's saying quite a lot yeah i think it is it's it's well it's my comfort comedy series it's
0: one of those ones if we don't know what to watch that's we'll, what we watch we'll go oh We'll have some. Are you being served? It
1: then usually takes about half an hour. I can point out. I can
0: see it sitting on the shelves over there. It's actually in the right order.
1: It is in the right order. Which is very unusual. It's the only thing in house that's in the right order. Doctor
0: (laughs) Who is all over the place. It is. But are you being served? Is actually in the right order. Yes. Mind you, we've seen it so so many times that we we were going. What should we watch? Are you being served? What episode? Oh dear. Um, No, we've seen Mm -hmm. that seen that oh, God. and it takes us about takes 10 us minutes to try just to work out which episode <laughs> yeah. we've seen least but you know well, i don't think uh, which think one we s- we've
1: seen least eh? really well probably uh, some of the ones where they're a bit more confrontational mm-hmm. like mr If, if mm-hmm. you know has mr humphries been stealing or right. somebody has to lose their job and who's it going to yeah. be well
0: they don't like mr granger oh, or they something. don't
1: like mr granger for some reason yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, i don't like those
0: but, but the new episode let's talk about that the new right. episode
1: well, what did you think it, I, what did i think i liked it yeah i would like it to go to a series if anybody at the bbc is listening to this there's oh. probably not anybody at the bbc listening to this yes. but if there is i'd like it to go to a series um so i've got more, uh, to be honest so they've got more are you being served to watch mm-hmm. but yeah i thought it was very good it was um superbly done the set was very good. Yeah. There, there were some differences, I noticed that Mister Rumble's office now has a big window in the, the back of the set. I was going to say there is, there is a window. There is a it... window, but it's not behind
0: him. All right.
1: And it's not arched. Okay. Oh well, oh, oh. a semi.
0: Because this is after series ten, and series yeah. ten is when you've got things like the the episode where they've got the the two robbers in. Yeah, yeah. But you... it's just
1: a normal window. Yeah. It's right. not arched. Okay. So it's slightly different. But that's but just, he's minor just moved a new office. Yeah, yeah He's moved to, to an office. Fine um as for actors you've got um the estimable well, <laughs> the 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 very good john chalice
0: because <laughs> you can't Sorry, say <laughs> hello john chalice if you're listening to this we will mm-hmm. send you a copy probably
1: uh, playing captain peacock yes um one of our Friends didn't, didn't, recognize, didn't him. recognize him. He thought, "Oh, that looks like." He
0: was going, Boise. that man? It looks like John Chalice.
1: No, no, he he actually said, "It looks like Boise." All
0: oh, right, sorry. From
1: Only Fools and Horses, a little while ago, and it is Boise from Only Fools. But and it Boises. was the voice, but it was not the being, voice being Bo- Boise's off.
0: voice confused him. Yeah, but it's um, it's a it's much closer, it's closer to, to, to the way John, John normally talks. Speaks.
1: Uh, not quite so theatrical, maybe. There's there uh. anything wrong with that. Uh. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh. And,
0: I'm to, no i can't do, the <laughs> can't do it
1: and you have um sherry Houston as mrs slocum who pulls
0: she's very game faces. at pulling faces and indeed being covered, being in... covered
1: in gunk <laughs> um and there's lots of mentions of her pussy the first one comes in El- at 11, 11 minutes, minutes in into mrs. Mrs.
0: Oh, we better do this so 11 minutes in mrs slocum's pussy yeah then Mr. Humphrey's I'm free. He's Seventeen minutes Seven, in. Seventeen minutes and glass of water for Mr. Granger. He's he around
1: twenty minutes in. So we
0: were we were playing catchphrase bingo with this, yes. you know. We didn't, we, but they're all in there. Yeah.
1: So we've got a full house.
0: But uh, speaking of glass of water for Mr. Granger, yes. my performance of this whole episode is roy barraclough because yes. i love mr granger as a character mr granger is your favorite character by, yeah, yeah i i just think he's so wonderfully grumpy hmm. and to see roy barraclough recreating that was so well was, was an absolute the way he was holding his um his, his tape yeah. his tape measure absolutely bang on i don't know how much Roy studied that performance. But it looks like he studied it but, uh, that in was, great detail. That was, that was absolutely superb. Yes. So well S- done to, to Roy Barry. Yeah,
1: and it's a very different part to other parts we have seen in play. Yeah. yeah. Which are mostly from the seventies and the less said about them the better. Yeah.
0: You were also saying, um, that there were some bits where Mr Humphrey uh, not Mr Humphrey, Mr Rumbold, you could actually see Yes,
1: I could see the actual line being spoken by Nicholas Smith.
0: Well that's good. Which is a good thing. Because
1: yeah. Nicholas Smith obviously is no longer with us
0: one day we will talk about nicholas smith in Z cars oh, which is absolutely, which is wonderful a, absolutely worth tracking down yeah. Yeah. Um, but well, we'll get on to that it
1: doesn't take that much tracking down you just sort of go to acorn no
0: but we, we can talk also. about that one in a future podcast because yes. we're hoping to do some more of these yeah yes
1: if you're going to listen to them please listen to yes them. yes yes. Yes, yes, mm. yes
0: yes anyway um so all in all yeah, it's, it's, it's a it was
1: hit a, for you, I it think. It was a hit for me. It, um, it didn't do too badly in the ratings. It got just it's over just 5, over million, 5 million, fl- million for overnights, yeah. and
0: it's obviously going to add a bit more. Yeah. Uh, we just watched it again on iPlayer, so that's another... A little hit. ...another viewer. For, I don't know quite how much notice mm-hmm. they take of iPlayer, but...
1: But we would definitely like a series of it, because so. we feel that there's still um,
0: the life in, life the, old in old format, the characters. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it's interesting, because it's like... Dad's Army, the the Dad's Army film. These characters have now reached an age where they're starting to pass into like popular folklore. Yeah, I think yeah. So,
1: so. it's like doing Doctor Who again. Yeah, or doing Shakespeare. These characters
0: will hopefully come back. You know, I I can see people doing Dad's Army. You know, thirty years, forty years down the line, and hopefully, are you being served? Might follow that. Start to follow that same pattern. Oh, mm-hmm. didn't we? Didn't mention. Uh, mentions of Lloyd and Croft. Oh yeah, as... there's,
1: a, there's a Miss Lloyd and Miss Croft secretaries to Mr Rumble. Yeah, just a
0: nod to... Uh... To the
1: original uh, writers, yeah, which but... is rather nice. Um, yeah, was, all in all, it was a very good update. It's not a remake as such, but it's an update. And to continuity works for 1988, doesn't works, it? continuity works. And to be honest, it had more potential than Grace and Favour. Mm-hmm. Because Grace and Favour, although it's a continuation of the series with the same characters and the same actors...
0: you I think you do lose a bit you when you take with the, the act, characters out of, uh, that, of that confined store. location. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, it works that there's a hierarchy of...
1: Yes, of, of who's A heard. definite hierarchy mm-hmm. of... Um, hmm. And there's, there's only one thing that... I'm, I'm loath to talk about things that I didn't enjoy, but there was only one thing that wasn't as strong for me, and that was the character of the new Mister Grace. But yeah. if you had a series, you would probably grow to like him yeah. because you'll get to know him more.
0: Oh, one thing you pointed out was yeah. there was a very quick bit of editing between yeah. Miss brahms and Mrs. And Mrs. slocum, slocum and...
1: which stood out a little bit too much. Because that's not quite
0: um, the way it was shot. Well, I don't know. But by the time you get to 1988, I don't know whether they'd. Start... Yeah, but you don't <laughs> you don't shoot yeah. sitcoms like that. No, all right,
1: okay. But that's just a minor thing. Um. That's an obviously a directorial choice. Mm -hmm. That's a good word. um, So yeah, hoping for for a series. For a series.
0: Let's let's see how that goes. All right, and then we'll move on to another thing. hello and today we're joined by a very old friend of ours hello, <laughs> hello. 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 you're very old yeah, aren't you? uh, mr nick yeah. goodman we've yeah. just recorded a dvd commentary yeah. for his yes. uh latest film my Well, i say latest film latest. it's from 1999 but yes, we just got round to doing yes. for that but um
2: yeah
0: okay Yes, Nick, today yes. we want to talk to you about old television. Oh, one of my favourite topics. Yeah, I know that. That's why we've got you as our first guest. What are your earliest
2: memories of television as a small child, I suppose you were? Two things, really, I suppose, from the era. Um, mainly the goodies, oh, really? uh, which started when I was two. Um, I can definitely remember... Uh, being in, in uh, Newquay in 1971, playing the goodies playing TV and playing mm. the goodies with my sister. Any specific episodes or just the goodies generally? No, as a the concept? goodies generally, I yeah. think um, I'm, I'd like to say I remember a bit of Kit and Kong and everything but uh, no, uh, goodies generally I think it appealed to me uh, they still appeals to me now, but um it's it, yeah, that but was hoping was, for a complete dVD release one day yeah. most definitely yeah. yes. <laughs> yes, network fleas <laughs> pretty fleas with some um but yes, uh, the goodies are also top of the pops um, okay. I remember no uh, probably in nineteen seventy one seventy-two, um, hiding behind the sofa from Alice Cooper yeah. and uh, could, could, Rod Stewart in his. You're, you're a mic. bit,
0: you're a bit more au fait with pop music than <laughs> perhaps Lisa or I am. It's, it's one of our weak areas, I have to say, pop music, in and, terms although, of what what was in what year and
2: things like although that. Although, to be fair to yourself, uh, I mean, to be honest, my my knowledge starts to stumble badly during the nineties. Uh, I think um, the seventies and eighties pop yeah. probably the, the best.
0: But I mean, you're very much a seventies. Kid, oh, yeah, really, yes, I'm proud of it. Uh, Yeah, Uh, (laughs) now, were you an ITV kid, a BBC kid, or were you easy?
2: Because some households were, (laughs) I I was easy. (laughs) Um, I do know, I remember very, very well indeed that snobbery, Mm. uh, if we're allowed to call it snobbery, and about ITV. Um, my best friend's uh, dad was a doctor of divinity, and uh, he was not allowed to watch ITV. I think he managed to smuggle a Space Nineteen Ninety Nine in at some point. <laughs> uh, but yes, it was very. It, 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 was, see, it was seems weird down. to describe it, it, it now, but it is yeah, true that absolutely. some people didn't watch ITV. That's right, and I think it was. It was definitely kind of our generation. Because I, I work with somebody who's ten years older than me, and she, she definitely remembers she wasn't allowed to watch ITV because it was common. It was vulgar. <laughs> Um, there's a there's ITV
0: a... wasn't on for an hour or so this morning.
2: No, no, no. Oh, good grief! A... It's nice to know
0: they've still got it. <laughs> it's like 1979. No, it's like not 1979. It, 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 it we... is actually. It was a definite. intended thing it was because because it's a bank holiday and we've had the olympics the idea was we're turning off it for now so you can go outside and play basically
2: (laughs) what a lovely idea so it it might go on itv plus one as well later i don't know no i can can, go and play again if you want (laughs) i can never remember a time when we we didn't have bbc2 till 1975 um i don't know we got a our set predated bbc2 at the time and until 75 so but no um itv i can never remember any embargo on it um I've, i i think with tomorrow people and stuff like that um and also generally the whole that whole thing really i mean i don't i don't recall it ever being taboo which is odd because um i my, my I, I can imagine my dad sort of no i don't know no, actually there were everyone it was pretty okay t- um t- tv was pretty okay you know the, the 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 sky's the limit i was never even though i was sort of scared of doctor Who at one point i was i was never forbidden to watch it <laughs> no um it was always we were always sort of grown up to go our own way yeah. so. you, you've already sort of um sort of preempted my next question <laughs> oh,
0: what is your favorite tomorrow people story and why and who is the best tomorrow person
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, you can
0: be biased in any way you like about those those questions but right um
2: well in and it, i can
0: i'm i'm we can draw a distinction between 70s and 90s tomorrow people oh, if you like that, and we're not even going to talk about the modern 21st century no, thing no no that no doesn't the, the
2: hip and happening badass rubbish yeah. that, that uh, <laughs> Roger Price why <laughs> i mean why i'm going to i'm, gonna, I'm, I'm I would have to say it's a tussle between Secret Weapon mm. and The Dirtiest Business. Dirtiest Business is fantastic but it's over in a blink of an and eye. That's a two two part yes, it. Yes, yeah. and it's wonderfully down the Secret and, Weapons are 3, isn't it? Uh 4. 4. Yeah. All right. Okay. Zip <laughs> um, that was that was Um but uh, no, uh, Secret Weapon has the lot. It's a wonderful villainous performance a villainous but very hum- human performance from uh, uh Trevor Bannister. Mm. And and it basically is what the show is all about. Um it does things that perhaps I mean, it's a little bit um condescending to the 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 traveling community but you have to remember when it was made Mm -hmm. um characters like that weren't getting airtime so in the fact the fact that it was the the society was portrayed at all is is quite quite innovative but no it's it's serious um i i do i do like quite like the funny ones but you know (laughs) i it's all the series always works best i i I must admit to
0: a soft spot for
2: achilles heel oh yes
0: it's it's silly yes but, but oh it's, yeah it's um it's not embarrassing like, yeah. like I, some I, of the comedy ones are
2: but similarly i must i must say i i do like although it's it's a bit of a lost um a, a bit of a missed opportunity i do like um revenge of jedi All oh, right, okay. that's that's again that's got some dark bits um but you, you it, it, it you wish there could be more Jedekiah time and and francis de wolf <laughs> could have been kired for all three episodes <laughs> but um I, as i say uh, i think secret weapon if i had to choose between the two because it was just got everything um f- of the 90s ones i'm going to say uh, ramsey's connection far and away i'm not um, even sure i've seen all the 90s ones <laughs> to be honest
0: because yeah. yeah roger yeah, price did, did the first he did and i some and then grant
2: cathro yes who is it um, and Pressman, the somebody Pressman. Pressman, Pressman right. Yeah, we we'll I mean, look that up later. don't The worry. problem with the '90s ones, I find, is they're trying to make it too much like the Avengers mm. when they could have actually made it more like the Tomorrow People, yeah. <laughs> as it was supposed to be. the Tomorrow People. <laughs> that was a clue was in the title yeah. there. Um, but I mean, they're, they're, they're quite fun. Some are better than others, um, but I have to say that the weakest one, rather sadly, is is uh, for me is the first one, the Roger Price mm. one. Yeah. Um, it's because, a bit generic,
0: isn't it? The, um,
2: I remember reading an interview with him at the time. I was saying,
0: mildly excited when it came back. Oh yes, yeah.
2: and I was excited enough to tape it. Yeah, I think I um, did. Yeah. But there's a lot of Fanny <laughs> Um and and you know. Oh, I'd it, have it, watched if there was more of that. Yeah, yeah well, yeah. <laughs> but um, okay, there wasn't enough. But I mean, I, th- I think there should have been a few more bones thrown to the uh, the uh, us, us oldies the that old, remember the because um, uh, they could have pulled in a few more you know the, it wouldn't have hurt to have sort of had tim or uh, referenced some of the yeah, others because that computer that's mm. in
0: the spaceship mm. I, d- I just i don't understand no. what's going on well, there no he,
2: and, and and yeah how anyone can understand the computer i don't know because it just speaks in a mm. wham, wham, wham. You, should, you should have had more boggly oh boggly-eyed
0: eh, aliens from a, the galactic Oh yeah.
2: I mean, wouldn't that be good <laughs> dreadful If thing. the chairman creature had walked straight into the <laughs> the, the, the origin story, and i mean, or get, i get the which is it, the,
0: the saucons or yeah, the, the, the saucons, ons yes, that's with awesome. their wobbly hands. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean,
2: they, you know, if if one of them had, well, they brought them back on audio. The big finish, I, did they? I those, have that the, story.
0: Yeah. I liked,
2: I really liked the big finish re re um, creation of the show. I thought it was very faithful, very sensibly and you know kind of it was very well done mm. i thought um i mean I, I ended up not being able to afford <laughs> all of them but um i did actually buy them for some considerable yeah. time and i thought it was a good reinvention of the show of the show favorite tomorrow person is the Oh, favorite tomorrow person
0: yeah
2: um. i thought Tyso had a lot of potential oh, that's interesting um yeah. i th- i thought they 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 said we've, we've got this person he's come from a completely he's... different background yeah he gets a strong introduction, but they does. sort of forget about him they later. They do, yeah. very, and they forget about him very quickly, actually. Yeah. He's, 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 he's most shoved unconscious aside, isn't for most of the story. <laughs> okay. But he has a nice, uh, Dean Lawrence has a nice kind of easygoing, kind of likeable scamp sort of um, uh, personality. And I, I thought it was an enormous shame that they, they sidelined him. Yeah. I think probably uh, Stephen had had his day by then, yeah, and and they'd done all they could with him. But they, they could have gone a lot further with Taizo so, and developed okay. him. Um. Yeah, I mean, that is completely off the top of my head. Yeah, no, I hadn't, no, I was I hadn't just really thought gut, about Gut reaction. Gut reaction. Gut reaction you know, I thought some, he was potentially. No, 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 very no, I very I didn't
0: prime you at all for
2: these. And right. I, I had to also just say um, Roger Price was very good at picking characters from very working class, normal, mm. norm, super normal yeah, backgrounds. Yeah. Um, and I thought that was, again, that was a strength of the show. And you have black characters at a time when, you know, it was still. Quite rare, yeah. Um, and it was, yeah, it was. And they could have gone further with that. Okay. Um, okay. Right.
0: And thanks to Nick for that interesting interview. We're going to hear more from Nick in the next instalment. Yes, we are going to do another one. Oh, by the way, if you can hear purring um, going on in the background, that's Rosecat, who's sat behind us. Hello, Rosecat. Aren't you... Like- yes, thank you. Anyway, um, now we want to talk about John Barron, don't we? We do, we do. Because he's one of those actors that keeps on popping up in stuff... That we're, that we're watching. So what's the last thing we saw him in?
1: The most recent thing we've seen him in is an episode of the second series of the Rivals of Sherlock Holmes, the missing QCs. I forget who it was originally written by. Right,
0: we can look that up yeah, if we really want it's
1: to. But um, it's yeah. a very...
0: God, that was dark, wasn't it? That, it was that, that very went, very it went very strange.
1: went very strange. Because
0: there's two QCs. Yes,
1: there's him and him, Jack May. There's so, him and Jack May and they're so, sort of acting... Yes, there's, like, there's, a, there's a... Opposite a, each a, other. Yeah, there's a fruitiness standoff.
0: <laughs> How fruity can you get? Uh,
1: uh, they were pretty fruity.
0: And Jack mm. May and John Barron together are rather good. But John mm. Barron gets... Well, he sort of disappears halfway through. He and then he, then he pops up again Towards with a wonderful end. expression on his face. And I don't want to say any more. He does. You should right. watch the episodes. Rifles of Sherlock Holmes. Available from network. Missing QCs. As with most of this stuff. Available on DVD. Network in this case. Yeah. Very odd, but well worth a listen. Well worth a listen, worth a watch. Thank
1: you. And there's some great episodes on there as well, apart from that one.
0: But I was looking John Barron up, and he was president of Equity from 1978 to 1982, which I didn't know. No, I didn't know that and he either. was also vice president, um, 77 and 84 to 89. And he also right. liked fine wine, which okay. I can certainly sympathise with, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good on you, John, for that. Anyway, um, obviously he's best known for CJ in uh, Reggie Perrin. Um, forever shouting, sit down, Reggie! And then the inevitable, <laughs> sorry, sorry, CJ, afterwards. <laughs> uh, the other John Barron impression I can do is him um, in Whoop's Apocalypse from, okay. when's that, 1982?
1: It must be something yeah, like ri- that.
0: Yeah, written by uh, Marshall and Rennet when he's, when he's the deacon... Um, the advisor to the American president, as played by none other than Barry Morse.
1: Who just does, just doesn't know.
0: And the deacon is very much the pair behind the throne, I think, in this. Um, but a lovely line. Oh, that was Rose jumping and knocking stuff over. Thank you, Rose. <laughs> there goes the box for the, uh, for the sound recording. Never mind. <laughs> Thank you, Rose. Bye. She's gone to bed. Um, what was I saying? Oh, yes, the deacon. Yes, um, yes he's he's... Um, very much more in charge than Barry Morse is as the president. This I think is. there could be a satire on a certain president who was around in 1982 at this point. Possibly, I think probably could be. Yes. Uh, but one of my favourite lines is, "If the if the Lord had meant us to be sensible, he would never have given us credit cards." <laughs> and as you said, his accent suddenly goes a bit English towards, uh, towards the, the end. The end I know I can't I it's can't do accents, but slips. there we go. But let's let's have a quick run through what else we've got with him in. Um the mm. earliest thing's Sergeant Cork, isn't it? Uh yes, that's he, a Now button. he's doing an accent in that, isn't he?
1: He is, he's French, I believe or Belgian. Is he? Yeah, it's one or the other. Well
0: it's in France, it's set in France. Yeah, isn't but it? I'm
1: sure they mentioned in the episode that he's a he's, I can't he's remember. a Belgian. But, but that, it doesn't matter, it's all sort
0: of Yeah, so that's some Sergeant Cork. What's the episode title? It's the Something about a Pearl. Trace of it?
1: the Great Pearl.
0: Robbery. The great, the great Pearl. I just made this huge pearl. And the Great Pearl Robbery. Yeah,
1: and that's from and there's about
0: 1964. Two or three scenes where. Um, who's who's the guy playing the the sergeant? or whatever. William Gaunt. Not the sergeant, because that's Sergeant called William Gaunt.
1: William Gaunt is the detective. Gets Carrester to go to Paris for a bit. No, so he doesn't actually get to go to Paris. Well,
0: he, no, goes to studio. Studio. <laughs> he goes to a studio. Well, he goes to another corner of the studio. Yeah, another bit of the which studio. Which is pretending to be Paris. <laughs> um, and John Barron is. Playing opposite Roger Delgado, is. who's, Roger Delgado that, who's is a being French a French policeman.
1: policeman. So he's on the right side of the law for once. So he's
0: doing an accent as well. He is. I mean, there's a few things we've got in our collection with John Berenin that we haven't actually seen yet. There's quite a few things. Um, out of the Unknown, does that, does that it one probably exist? exists. Yeah, it's from 1965. Out of the Unknown, the Midas Plague. Right. Yeah. The Avengers, A Sense of History. Yeah. Um, which is in a huge pile of DVDs. I can't remember what that one is. Um, no doubt an Avengers expert were able to tell me. I must have probably seen it at some point, but uh, six. that's from 1966. And also we've got, obviously, Time Slip, which we've recently got. Yeah. Um, well,
1: it's only just recently come out on DVD, so... Yeah. yeah.
0: One thing whilst looking him up, we were somewhat surprised to discover, and if you look on our Twitter feed, there's a... There's a frame of the sort of end credits. He's a he's in three episodes of the Beverly Hillbillies. Would you believe as a chauffeur? Uh, the Clampets go to London for three so episodes. It
1: was same. Yeah, yeah. I've never uh, seen the series, so I can't really talk about it.
0: And uh, it appears to have been one of these series that has been colorized after the event. So that was one of the reasons I didn't really want to watch nice. it because it looks fairly dire. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure it'll look much better in black and white, to be honest. But
2: um, mm.
0: so, yes. Yeah, so Sergeant Cork is what we've seen um, him in. We've also got what else have we got? Uh, oh, his Ace of Wands appearance is missing, sadly, mm. as the smile from 1970. But he is in the mind of Mr. J.G. Reader, one of our favourite series, yes, um, of recent yes. years. Mm-hmm the earl of colebrook in find the lady i think uh, i remember that one and i'm gonna to have to remind myself what that one's about okay, but um, i think it's
1: something to do with missing oh debu- missing
0: debutantes, debutantes. that's debutantes right and, mr. And a
1: chinese magician reader uncovers
0: a dastardly traffic in white slavery <laughs> it's, oh it's, david Collins is in that as well and windsor davies and mm, like lots loads of people. of people uh mind of mr jg reader get it absolutely brilliant <laughs> um one of his sort of biggest things though is orgas and gators as the yeah, dean
1: yeah and we, which we, we sort of discovered by accident
0: yeah is that one of those series we just sort of took a punt on and yes. and we absolutely we loved loved it, it. Yeah. um yeah. weirdly as the dean he's in series one and four um and the missing episodes are mostly from series two and three. Where the Dean is played by... Um, er- what's his name? Ernest, Ernest Clark. Ernest Clark.
1: Who plays Professor Loftus in the television the Doctor series. Doctor series. And um, he's wonderful.
0: Yeah. But, yeah, his, his, all his appearances that uh, we've got are of of, of John Barron. Yes. Uh, also married to... In, he, the, in the series. In the series. Um, Mrs Richards, no less.
1: From Forty Towers. What's her real name? Joan Sanderson. Thank you. Also known for police, sir. Yeah. And after Henry.
0: Uh do much, obviously, as the minister, and he has. He's drunk, Doctor Quist. He's drunk. Oh, that's three impressions I can do of him. He is, Okay. Well, actually, I can say the words.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, he, and he's by far the most reoccurring he? minister. He's got. But, he's got about twenty. Well, quite a few episodes. Um, Hamilton Dice is in one, and John Sabadant uh, is also in one. Uh, so, but he doesn't have a it. <laughs> you have to be a Doctor Who
0: fan to get that joke he's uh, also in a couple of episodes of Yes Minister Stroke Yes Prime Minister uh, Sir Ian Whitworth the Secretary to the DHSS S. that's, a, that's, lot of that's S's. a lot of S's <laughs> I've been enjoying some fine wine you see much like a, much like the man himself um, but sure yes um, the thing we will go into more detail of in a Few minutes. It, oh, uh, digression. We did find an appearance for him credited in an Alice in Wonderland from nineteen eighty five. Oh and, God, that's weird. Oh, and we thought we we thought it was the Terence Dix Barry production, but, but it's, it's not. not. It's an Anglia production from and a year before. It's got
1: lots of puppets. He's in it. he's
0: the caterpillar, but
1: he's a puppet. He's
0: a puppet caterpillar, so he's a voice. Yeah, um, it's a bit weird, and it looks a bit weird, and I got a bit scared, and I didn't want to watch anymore. But,
1: but, but <laughs> just to say. It's not as scary as the W.C. Fields
0: version. Oh, W.C. Fields um, as, as Humpty, Humpty Dumpty, Dumpty from 1930 Yeah, it's really Ish. weird. That is really weird. damn weird. Yeah. Look that up. That's knocking around as well. Yeah. But, yeah, um, Crancourt is the thing that we are going to go into more detail. Yeah. He's the, what is he? Oh, he's I was he? He's not a reverend. He's the Honourable Miss, Mr. Justice Michener. Michener. Or, or the Honourable Mr Justice Mitchener, depending on what the credit, what the credit say. is.
1: Or as we know him as... Judge, Judge Piles. Judge
0: Seaton. <laughs> oh, I was going to say Judge Piles, because I think he's got piles.
1: Well, yeah, I think he's there's, got piles There's, too, a, there's but... a
0: story where they're talking about a rubber ring, and he goes, a rubber ring? What would that be used for? Um, To alleviate um discomfort. And then he does this weird sort, sort of, of quirk, movement. quirking movement, and yeah. as though he's got something, as though he's yeah. finding sitting painful. But nicely, um, sort of linking up with all gas and Gators, he's a judge. Yes. Uh, and so is Willie Mervin,
1: who plays Bishop.
0: Yeah. In so all gas and two of the main cast of all gas and Gators also yep. end up as yep. judges yep. in Crown Court. Yep.
1: Don't Nemo doesn't seem to get. A look I was going to say, I
0: was going to say, Judge, judge Nimmo. Yeah, it does not really well. Doesn't really. Work. Doesn't really no. no, he's
1: more. He's he's probably better suited. He's, to he's off. E- he's off being a monk.
0: Yeah, probably Annoyingly. at that point. Yeah, mm. I have to say, all gas and Gators... When it comes to Nimmo series, it's, it's that's the by best. far the best. Yeah. we actually bailed out our old brother, didn't we? We did, yeah, and we we've did. never even it's, attempted our no, no, father. It's, it's Sorry. just awful, mm. but yeah. Um, what else have we got? Anything that we've missed out? I think we've uh, done most of them. I
1: think so. No, it's um, let's have a
0: look. Um, da, 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 da. no, I think that's pretty much it. Um, so yeah, we'll talk about um. Crancourt in a few minutes.
1: Oh, I would just point out, though we've not seen it, probably because most of it doesn't Oh, exist, Softly Softly. We've in 52 episodes of Softly Softly.
0: But we've got Softly Softly Task Force, yeah, which is the later one. Version. But
1: yeah. This is the 60s version of Softly Softly that Softly Softly, there's an awful Z lot cars. missing, I
0: think, isn't there? Yeah, so. well,
1: there's an awful lot missing from Zed cars. That's true. There's an awful lot missing from lots of BBC '60s <laughs> things.
0: Some of which we're talking about at some stage. But there you go, John Barron, uh, one of those really, really reliable... Actors.
1: Yeah, turns out Gibbs appeared in
0: so much that, um, you know, it's a shame I think people just think of him as CJ because he, you know, he did so much more more than that. I mean, CJ is is wonderful, but, you know, this this list of his appearance goes on forever and ever and ever. Um, So, yeah, if you can, search out some John Barron stuff. I don't think you'll be disappointed. No. Right, what are we going to talk about now? Um, Oh. you wanted to do some more comedy, didn't you? Yes. Tell you yes. what, let's watch that till death us do part again, okay. and then we'll we'll come back and natter we'll, about that. We'll shall talk we? about that. Yes. Okay. Uh, see you later. Bye bye. Right. So we've just uh, watched the remake of Till Death Us Do Part. A Woman's Place is in the Home, originally broadcast 30th of January 1967.
1: So it's older than you.
0: Some things are older than me, <laughs> believe it or not. Yes. <laughs> not many. But there are some things. Um, so all that survives of that is the copy of the, the script, obviously, and there is an audio recording of it, uh, which I will so I get round to listening at some point. We didn't want to listen to it now because we just mm. want to talk about the... The remake. The
1: remake, the one-off mm. stage play.
0: I mean, I'm probably more familiar with Till Death than, than you are, do you think?
1: No, no, I, I did watch it when I was a kid, Um, whether it
0: or, or, must have or, been the or, 80s series. I was going to say, you, you, you've seen In Sickness and In Health more In Sickness and yeah, In, health, in sickness more and than...
1: health more, but I must have seen Till Death, Us too Because we have so. got one
0: series of Till Death, and that will be, what is it, 1973 series or is it the 1972 i'm not sure series no there hmm. isn't a 1970 ah 1974 series so that includes uh strikes and blackouts um that's the one where they play the start with them playing monopoly and oh right with the bees and elsa's got the <laughs> i love that bit it's the uh, it's the is the matchbox what have you got in the matchbox bees <laughs> it's just I want them to sting my rheumatism, you bloody idiot! wet. How do they know where your rheumatism is? <laughs> and so on and so on. But let's talk about the the episode. So
1: yeah, it's it's an interesting
0: I'll concept. overview for a bit now. Um, you think, you the
1: way it's filmed, it's very obviously filmed like a stage play because. Although you've got the Garnet sitting room, the walls are see-through, so you can see people coming in and out of the house.
0: I know you said to me that some people complain that the living room was wasn't wrong, the same as, well, obviously as it's it not, was on telly. It's not going
1: there. to be the same anyway, because a, it's a different production, yeah. it's got different people involved, and they're not going to do a perfect recreation of the sitting room, certainly not on a BBC4 budget.
0: Well, that's the thing. The BBC1 yeah. remakes and, re, you know, I mean, jigs was... obviously have about... Ten times the budget of the BBC well, One you four would stuff, hope they so. gave
1: everything the same budget, despite the fact it's going to be shown on BBC Four. I, I don't, I I don't think BBC so Four
0: would have no. had anywhere near the budget of the BBC so, One but stuff. And,
1: and it's interesting, I would like just to say, talk about that, that, the fact that they felt that they have to put the lost sitcom series, season, onto BBC Four. Hmm. Why not put it on BBC Two? Or BBC One because these things were all originally shown on BBC Two or BBC One.
0: Well, what I thought so was interesting is that the, more the opening shot—you could see the audience and yeah. where all the lights and the cameras were. It was
1: it was a shot of of what the stage looked like.
0: Yeah. I, I suspect the cameras were a bit further away than they would have been in the TV production because you didn't get many really big close-ups, close-ups. of people's no. faces. You you got no. more wider. You did wider shots. Wider shots. Um, but, yeah, so... it was. Certainly. I don't know what studio it would have been in originally. Uh, don't mm. whether it were in T V Centre or what, I don't know. Or
1: I don't, don't know. Or Riverside
0: no. or Lime Grove. It's
1: more likely to be Riverside or if Lime it was Grove. 67,
0: I would have seven, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm not T V just then. Yeah, I'm not very good on studios. Anything, yeah, it, so. good on studios. Yeah. yeah. Um how it would all be laid out. But, uh,
1: but yeah, it, and as I said, it's certainly an interesting um idea. It's Got interesting performances. What, um, what do you
0: think of Simon Day? I like
1: Simon Day. He's possibly not got the anger that Warren Mitchell's
0: version of Afghani has. I almost thought you were sort of holding it back a bit. That,
1: yeah, yeah. That Not going too far with it.
0: Yeah, because, yeah. I mean, it's, it's... As I said, I mean, we said, we've said this before with, um, you know, um, Are You Being Served, that... It's interesting to see somebody else's take part. on the character. Yeah. And obviously, yeah. everybody's version of a character will be slightly different. Yeah,
1: it's there's no point give, doing it again if you're going to just play it the same way the first, mm. first way it was played. And possibly consciously, because he would have seen Warren Mitchell do it when he was mm. growing up, he might have shied away from doing it in the same way. But it's, it's quite weird that you can... When you watch it and listen to it, you can see the pattern of the way that Alf speaks. Yeah. A lot of the performance of it is actually in the script. Yeah. It's not But they're, they're written the as,
0: is, as different characters, aren't they? It's yes. Not, you know, it's, yeah. they don't all quite have the same speech patterns and rhythms. No. No. Um, well,
1: they're not written as different characters because it's Johnny Spokes' script. Yeah, yeah. They're just played as different characters. Yeah, yeah. because yeah. it is Johnny Spokes' original script without any changes and it is noticeable that they've picked a script that has no racist insults. Yeah. In I mean, it lo- at looking all. back
0: through the list of um, what what is missing, and it's it's there's a lot from series series one and two especially which are missing. Oh, um, that reminds me. The you had a little mini documentary at the end, didn't you? You did. Um, you did. Just
1: talking about attitudes.
0: And you had, what was it, Adil Ray and Trix Worrell talking about yeah. how they yeah. enjoyed it. I thought that was funny because you were saying about there were complaints about how the set was different. Yes. And uh, Adil Ray, I think, had that for Mr Khan. Didn't he did, he, that yeah. People that people complained that yeah. between series one and series two of Mr Khan... Suddenly got bigger. The, the living room had suddenly changed and there was mm. an extra door. Yeah. So, you know... That... Well,
1: maybe just put a little door in.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, you... You know, as productions change, of course the set changes. You,
1: you know. know, it's... it's it... but,
0: but on that documentary, you also got a couple of tiny clips of, and we should mention this, the, the recently discovered episode Intolerance from uh, June 66. And it was only found a few weeks ago as we're, it was. As we're speaking. It was. Um, so they
1: very quickly got... They did have a little bit project... from it before, oh, right. I think. Sometimes it's um,
0: whether the, the clips they showed... I have no idea where from the bits they had before, or whether that was from the new yeah. complete print of it. Yeah. Um, don't, know. don't know, but it was interesting to see. Anyway. It's quite exciting that it, yeah. it turned yeah. up just, or, or was yeah. handed in just very, very recently. So that I think that's the major. Sort of discovery of this 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 year for, yeah. for me from yeah. my point of view getting a whole episode of of that back. There's you know obviously mean, been other things.
1: Hopefully we might see it on BBC Four at some in point. in as well, but
0: yeah. but yeah, I would. You know, it would be nice. Now they've got a new black and well, white. I say new a rediscovered a rediscovered black and white episode to see if, if that could get a showing at some point but it's probably going to be the bbc store route again isn't it it probably if is bbc store
1: but that's fine we can yeah. we can do bbc store yeah it's just yeah once well, i can remember what my password is
0: <laughs> <laughs> good luck with that yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um but yeah but and coming up next week we have um hancock and it's the new neighbor and it's the mostly that's
0: one i don't know at all mostly and I, I, the I, cast i, I thought that, i knew sorry. my hancock oh, but all right.
1: Most but of the that's, cast gonna,
0: that's a very early one again, yeah. isn't it? And it's
1: mostly the cast that did the radio plays. So you have Kevin McNally as Hancock.
0: I was going to say Kevin R McNally. Only, but t- oh, when
1: he's in films. It's only when he's
0: in films, isn't it? I yeah.
1: think he's just Kevin McNally in this. And um, uh, John Coleshaw as Sid. And Robin Sebastian as Kenneth Williams. Okay. And with Katie Wicks as Hattie So I've not, I've not heard
0: the, the recent... Productions of it, so this no, will all be quite so it'll be new interesting, to
1: me. But apparently, he doesn't play it like Tony Hancock will play it. No. Again, you have to give it your own twist. Otherwise, you may as well just look at what well, you can't look at because I think it's missing. But you must well just listen to the original. yeah,
0: because you know. yeah, uh, Hancock, is the only one that exists. That's Kenneth Williams. That's, um, the, Alpine that's the Alpine Holiday. holiday. Yeah. yeah, I'm your new. I'm your. I'm your roommate. No, you're not. <laughs> Get out. Then,
1: yeah. well, of course, the week after that. Uh, we have Steptoe and Son, and,
0: this, and
1: it is an existing Looking episode. Forward to that, yeah. It is an existing episode.
0: Steptoe exists but in varying quality, as we It'll said, be interesting
1: but... to see how different actors
0: do do, do the do, parts. Yeah.
1: Because I have to say, because the BBC recently did, which they now don't show because of various reasons, but they did the thing on the, the actors of um, in Steptoe and Son, I love the time. I can only see Phil Davis
0: <laughs> now. Phil because... Davis should be Wurzel Gummidge. Oh, I'm yeah, sorry. But... If you ever do Wurzel Gummidge again, Phil Davis is my. We're wandering the subject here, are we? we? This no, is we're talking stuff. about telly. This yeah, is no, British not... telly. all over the place, right? <laughs> but, uh, yes, okay, so, but So and... that that was a, that was pretty much a hit for you, I think. It wasn't was. It? Yeah. it
1: was, and I'm not sure. Maybe I would quite like to see some more, but mm. it was yeah. interesting as a one-off. Yeah. Um. And it is available on DVD from the 19th of September. I've already pre ordered it. Aha,
0: of course. (laughs) Right, I think that's that for that one. And uh, coming up now... is Crown Court. (laughs) Uh, How did we discover Crown Court?
1: We discovered Crown Court because I asked you to buy me, for my 40th birthday, four years ago, um, something from the year I was born. Which would be 1972. So you looked up on the internet and you got you know, Dixon of Dot Green. Yes. Which we eventually grew to love but proved a bit uh, hard going to start with because it was all a bit... Um, grim. Grim.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the ones from 1972 are all a bit depressing.
1: Yeah, well, the ones that exist, yeah. anyway. And also Crown Court. And out of the two we thought, oh, we're probably going to like Dixon more because, you know, it's BBC and it's... it's, it's it's cozy it's not cozy uh but so we watched that and then we stuck a crown court on and we absolutely loved it
0: and we kept on sticking and, we kept sticking courts on. On. and we're now up to volume eight.
1: eight um i think we got the second and third volumes because you found out that john the was in one of them mm-hmm. so obviously then it became an absolute must buy that one um So that was it really that's how we got into it and probably we saw it well i saw it i don't know if you saw it i don't know if you were we watched itv but we were a bit of an itv family um i probably saw it when i was a child and off school or
0: well it was on at 1 30 weekdays you'd you'd only
1: see it if you were off sick wednesdays
0: thursdays and fridays and as a kid it would come on and you think oh this is going to be boring and turn it off yeah it's only as an adult coming back to it you realize, that you realise it's absolutely stuffed full of brilliant actors.
1: It is brilliant writers, brilliant actors, a-
0: and the actual range of stories it, and the styles it tells it's a, it's are amazing. surprisingly yeah. for what is yeah. pretty much production line television. television. Yeah. Yeah. Shot um, in very quick turnaround, it has it must to be. Have been, yeah. Um yeah. you've got an awful lot of. Great stuff going on, frankly. There's yes. there's mm-hmm. ones that are very very serious. Well, there's ones that mm-hmm. are comedy. Yep. There's even a surrealist one by N.F. Simpson, um, which
1: we've never made it to the end of. Oh, well, I th-
0: I'm trying to think. Oh, of well, what. I, I think I did, but well, yeah. I haven't. I but think I've that's did the first that's episode. Very very strange bit of television and wonderful I don't, I don't because of it. <laughs> but well, the one we're going to look at today is how to rob a memory bank.
1: Yeah, which was shown. At uh, 1.30 from the 26th to the 28th of June,
0: 1974. 1974. they said in unison. Cast list is John Barron, as mentioned before, as uh, Mr Justice Michener, Judge mm-hmm. CJ. You've got William Simons and Jonathan Elsom as the uh, QCs. Yeah.
1: William uh, Simons is Defence, uh, Jonathan Elsom is Prosecution. prosecution.
0: Uh, The actual defendant is played by Jack Shepherd, and you've got witnesses such as Dennis Chinnery and Clifford Rose. um, Doing an accent? Doing some sort of accent. Some sort of accent. I don't know quite what it is. We pinned it
1: down to in the north somewhere. (laughs) Possibly Yorkshire.
0: But the whole premise, which remarkably for 1974, is all about computer fraud. It is. Um, It is about computer fraud. One day, the security office of UK King Packaging Company discovered that £125,000 and 58 new pence had found its way into the firm's from the firm's computer accounting system into a bank account opened by Mr Warren. But how did he do it? He wasn't a gun-toting smash-and-grab raider, nor was he a thermal lance or gelignite expert, but he still managed to rob a bank, a computer memory bank. That's a direct quote from the uh TV times listings. Oh, well we out, I would point out that it's the find. other way round. It's the other way around. I know. I read the paragraph the other way around. Um, but yeah, we managed to track down the uh listings for for TV times. There's also a rather nice silly little graphic for episode 2 of a Judge and some I presume jurors. It's a load of like faceless yeah. people shapes. <laughs> but yeah, there's a there's a lovely little site to do with uh TV times listings that we found this on um but yes as i said for 1974 computers of course in those days um run off of things like punch cards and i used punch cards at school in about 1980 um i never used punch cards you never you're you're slightly i was gonna say you're slightly newer than me aren't you i am slightly newer
1: (laughs) slightly more freshly minted
0: oh really if you say so um (laughs) <laughs> but let's talk about the actual production of it. Um right. the whole thing basically takes place in one one set, six. one four wall set, yeah.
1: with a little bit of corridor outside. Yeah, t- tiny, tiny little, little bit of corridor outside. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um but it's a multi-camera studio yeah. setup and mm. some very very clever and inventive camera work.
1: Yeah. Yeah, sometimes the cameras sh- move
0: in they're where you're shooting all over get. the set yeah. and yeah. only very very rarely do you actually have a shot where you see a bit of camera rapidly yeah. retreating, retreating out of scene kind of
1: shots yeah. <laughs> yeah obviously didn't have time to stop and go back
0: yes uh but it's that multi-camera studio setup that i absolutely love about old british telly um i just it it just gives the actors a chance to to have a bit more control over where yeah. the scene is going yeah I mean, these days, of course, it's all single-camera stuff, shot like a film. Mm. Um, But in those days, it was sophisticated stage plays, really. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Which does rely on your actors being very good. Yes. Because if your actors can't deal with that environment, you haven't really got a show.
1: No, and I don't think I've ever seen an episode of *Chronicle* where the actors aren't bang on. No.
0: Um, And there's
1: another one which we will talk, another scene which we will talk about in a little while involving. um, Mary Wimbush, who many of you may oh, know yes. from Mary Wimbush um, is one, is K Nine and Company and Jesus and Worcester.
0: Yes, she's she's appearing with uh, Ian Marta. I suppose she, yes. we should um, get say about sort of if you like your Doctor Who actors, yeah, you'll find a lot, of awful in there. lot of people yeah. in there. You've got Ian Marta as a um, he appears
1: twice as a policeman.
0: Oh yes, he's a policeman he's and, a victim he's, he, of a and a he's a sort of and semi-regular. And he's
1: a, a semi-regular QC
0: from as well. it. As um, uh who, who else have we got? Um, well,
1: William Mervin.
0: Well, we, yes, I was going to say. Even though he's only
1: a guest actor in Doctor Who, yes. in one
0: of them. I was thinking companions. You've got um, Wendy Padbury's in. Oh, Wendy Padbury's in one. In one
1: about schoolgirls looking unconvincingly as a schoolgirl.
0: Slightly <laughs> like older than a schoolgirl yeah. at this point. Yeah. Um, it does um caroline john do one as well yeah, I, think, I think we've seen that one yeah we have got it it's
1: but, a murder so. one and we tend to leave the murder one especially if they involve children <laughs> yes yeah, some of them grim. are
0: quite grim as to be said for half yeah. half one on early afternoon yeah. some of them are really quite <laughs> depressing yeah. um oh speaking of uh, computers from the from 1980 um Silly little story. I remember when we were doing the sort of punch card stuff at school, we did actually get a day out to a computer centre at Bournemouth. Oh, okay. Just up the road from where we're oddly living now. Yeah. And our teacher took us to this um sort of place where this huge computer was. It had like sort of forty eight K memory or something. Wow. Like, absolutely massive. And there's all these little terminals dotted around the room and we all sat at one and I was sort of typing away doing something. I can't quite remember what. And, all of a sudden, the message came up on the, com- on the computer screen. Andrew, your shirt is hanging out.
1: That's not unusual for and you. And I
0: thought, that's a very clever computer if it knows that. <laughs> but I think it was just my teacher sending me a, a, me- a silly message. But <laughs> uh, but yeah, the, the setup for this story is that uh, Mr. Samuel Warren is, is working at this firm where they've just got this new computer system. Yeah. And he's very concerned about computer but security. He is, yes. Yes. And nob- nobody that, will listen words. to his warnings. So no. basically, he sets it up so the computer regularly makes payments to his bank account.
1: Well we should say yes. Yeah, carry
0: on. Um, and the idea was that once he reached one hundred and fifty thousand mm. um, pounds, he was going to present a check to the um, sort of owner of the company just to mm. prove how rubbish the computer security was on their system
1: i would say that's his defense that is what he alleges happened yes because the, the prosecution it... alleges that he was just going to steal the money
0: yes yeah because he says um i had a checkbook and i wasn't going to use it yeah. i I tore it up and the, the defense being that if you didn't actually spend the money then no crime had been committed yeah apparently yeah um but yeah the the uh the guy says uh, that the his bosses are a very good example of what's known as the Peter Principle. Yes. Um, to explain that, in any organisation where promotion depends upon your ability to do the job, um, your competency, you keep on getting promoted until eventually you reach a point at which you're, you reach a job level at which you are actually incompetent because then you don't get promoted anymore. So... Uh, um on a totally unrelated note, it's interesting to note that this uh, story was produced by Jonathan Powell, who I think is generally considered to be a very competent uh, producer.
1: I think he probably is. Maybe. Yeah,
0: and uh, later on he was then promoted to be head of series and serials at the BBC, and then later was promoted again when he became controller of BBC One. Didn't he do El Eldorado under his watch?
1: Uh... Oh, i'm not sure was that him or was that michael grade
0: no that was jonathan powell okay i'll
1: take your word yeah. for it
0: but as i said the the peter principle an interesting theory i'm sure it doesn't really apply in real life to anybody that we could mention but no i'm
1: sure it doesn't there we right. go
0: what else have we got um oh uh is set in is not it it is set in forchester, it it? Set
1: in forchester.
0: Uh, anybody yes. that reads a uh, viz comic will know that most of the strips in in viz are actually set in forchester as well yeah um, they oh.
1: So <laughs> uh, the, the world of what the town of, Folchester must be massive. though. It's huge because it's got everything. It's got countryside. It's got a marina. It's got everything. All these companies. All oh, the dog track.
0: Yes, um, it's one of these things that the longer the series goes on, the for bigger
1: it gets.
0: And I'd love to see somebody trying to do an online map of I, I really doubt that you could of, do Ful- that. of everything that's in Folchester. It must be about the size of mm. London. Uh, but, yes, what uh, what else do we have? Um got some notes here. Uh, what do you want to say? Oh, we
1: should just say as well that, um, obviously, Crunkle is un- a series that was shown on ITV. So it has an advert break. Oh, yes. So you get a little cliffhanger every ad- uh, for the advert break. And then when you come back, it's not usually resolved. It's, you know, they like normally... But it's, you know, it's just a little... leading question or an awkward awkward question to whoever's on the stand at that particular moment Um, you get a a bit of a cliffhanger at the end of each episode and I've I've noted down here that um, there's a bit of an odd ending to episode 2 and I can't remember what that is now but when we watched it it struck me that it was a weird place uh, to stop
0: they're they're asking um, the defendant but you are not opposed to computers in principle yeah Trying to sort of lead him to say, no, I'm not. But all he does is sort of pull a bit of a face and look thoughtful. I'm not thoughtful, yeah. Yeah. Oh, talking about the end of part one, part two thing, we have to say that, highly unusually, the um, episode title, the writer credit, the end of part one caption and the part two credit, though sadly not the end credits credits themselves, were all done in um, a special computery like font which yes. several people on online have told us is uh data 70 apparently yeah.
1: and it's, it's not too dissimilar to the font that's used in one point i not too no,
0: similar but it's that sort of 70s computery yeah, font. Computer it does, font it does it like. does get used in the goodies on a couple of occasion when they're yeah. doing sort of stuff that's yeah. meant to be sort of fu- futuristic, futuristic or computery yeah. Uh but it's, yeah, it's just a shame they couldn't do the end credits in that font as well. do
1: well, I think you'd have to read it, would you, after no. a
0: while? No, maybe not. But, uh, but yeah, all in all, I think uh, it's uh, one of the more unusual episodes. Yeah, uh, Stories, rather, it not is. episodes.
1: It, it has some very interesting performances. Mm-hmm. Um, not least I didn't really which... know Jack Shepard. No, but, no. Jack um... Shepard is primarily known in this country, if he's really known at all. Um he starred in uh, Bill Brand, which is in the, which was made in the 70s and he's a he's a newly elected labor MP and I'm sure there are lots of parallels with what's going on currently in the country
0: a little bit of politics <laughs> ladies and gentlemen my name's Lisa Parker good night
1: <laughs> and he's mostly known in this country I think for Wycliffe or Wycliffe I'm Wycliffe, not sure how Wycliffe, you pronounce how can you say it I don't know. where he's a policeman in Cornwall and I have to say and I'm very sorry to all involved it has to be the dullest police series I've ever seen <laughs> that's
0: saying a lot yes we watch an awful lot of police series we do series. watch a
1: lot of police series and it's I've never actually made it through a whole episode I tend to watch bits and go yeah this this just dull I'm going to turn it over <laughs> But he's a very good actor. Um, by this point, he'd been acting for about ten I was years. Say, he's
0: been around, hasn't yeah, he? But, yeah, it's um... not.
1: He's, he'd never had huge roles, but he's you know he's been a a supporting actor. He's he's not one of those actors. He's probably one of those actors that you've seen in stuff, and you get you sort of think, oh, I know his face, <laughs> but you don't know him for anything in particular.
0: No, I I, I didn't really know him, but um,
1: um and.
0: But he, it's just a damn good performance isn't it because i remember you saying it was a bit like sort of it's like he's wandered in from a play for today or yeah, something
1: it's, it's, it's he's he's really he, he imbibes the character with a sense of But bearing in mind this is in 1974 and people weren't diagnosed as being things mm. like because
0: he's actually uh i think his qualification is in mathematics isn't yeah. it the actual character yeah. and, and uh, he's
1: very intense and he gives this extraordinary performance that could have very easily tipped over into parody. Because he starts but off with a sort
0: of—he's very, very quiet—and yeah. then he's got a sort of I'm, I'm a nervous, nervous, nervous cough. Yeah.
1: yeah. And then
0: suddenly, yeah. when he sort of settles into what yeah. where and, he is, he suddenly becomes pushed. a lot more animated. He does. Yeah. He does. And it is
1: the most extraordinary performance. It really
0: is, but yeah, as I said, bear in mind this was a is, this is the sort of show that was just churn it out and yeah. get on to the next one. Yeah. Um, but mm. you know, performance-wise, this is this is remarkably good for that sort of turnaround. It and is that that sort of show. It is.
1: Yeah. I well, mean,
0: we've got what volu- eight volumes of the show well, we've now. Got all the volumes Each volumes so four four discs. Yeah. Each disc is three, three stories, stories and, each, and each story is generally, not yes. always, but generally three episodes. So yes. that's an awful lot of Crown Court we've got. Yeah,
1: 25 minute episodes.
0: And we're, we're only about halfway through 1974. Yeah, th-
1: we're <laughs> only two years into it.
0: And it goes on to the, like, the early 80s. It does go on to the
1: early 80s because a certain Mr. Peter Capaldi. I was going to say that there is an in the
0: infamous Peter Capaldi clip when he's got red hair as some sort of yeah. punk rocker and, or something. And chewing gum. Yeah. Which
1: is made to spit out by the judge.
0: So there's so much Crancourt Court we haven't is, seen yet, yes. and
1: it's, unfortunately, the the rate it takes um, you get about well one, one a year, it, don't you? One a, one a year or one every, every other year. Yeah. So we'll be very very old by the time we <laughs> get anywhere near it. Um, going back to what we said earlier about Mary Wimbush, we should actually um, explain about that.
0: To oh this mention. one's where they, it's to do with like betting on betting the dogs or on, at the, on dog the dog track yeah. and she's got this yeah. amazing and she's,
1: she's in charge of the tollboos speech which is,
0: about sort of probabilities yes yeah, and things odds like and this.
1: things and she reels it out it
0: goes on for about a full minute from, of speech yeah,
1: and it, she reels it out in what uh, looks like one take.
0: Yeah, and Ian Martyr, they cut to Ian Martyr and he's just utterly stunned he at just this, looks isn't
1: it? Stunned and absolutely terrified. Because <laughs> the judge is saying, Would you like to ask, ask a question, Mr. Ingrams? And then bang into yeah, the
0: into yeah. the end of part one credit. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a very very clever piece, of, piece of, of of acting and a very clever piece of, editing. of editing which yeah. leads to comedy, you yeah. know, just, just his reaction.
1: Yeah, it's, there are an awful lot of good stories. There is there is one story, um, uh, I can't remember. What it's, I know it's got persimmons in there. Oh, trousers. persimmons and dishwashers. And, dishwashers.
0: It's, it's a freeze. and we
1: actually, we we it, we got the giggles in that story and had to stop it to look because they kept on up. saying
0: the word persimmons Yeah, and we, we, we were in showed, increasingly silly voices. Yes, and we
1: weren't sure persimmons were actually a real fruit or not, but they are. They are we fruit. tried. We tried persimmons. We tried them. Didn't like and them, and they're
0: not very nice, to be honest.
1: They probably are. We probably didn't let them let them ripen. What are they also something. known as? Uh, Sharon fruit. Sharon
0: fruit. If you're, I think they're yeah. probably more known. Oh, there's a picture of some persimmons. Yeah,
1: are yeah. <laughs> sort of orange and and, and and But yes, to have an, have an
0: episode like. titled persimmons and dishwashers mm. is. Uh, yeah,
1: it's all about gangsters and things. Oh, that's it's... the one
0: where they say. Um, he fell down the stairs, my lad, yeah. or something, and then we don't believe this is what happened. Why not? He lives in a bungalow. It's, yeah. that, it's that old silly joke. Yeah, but yes, it, it's it's one of the more light hearted hearted ones considering the. Yeah. Uh, they have to throw a light hearted one every so often
1: because there, some of them are, are truly very grim.
0: Here we are, persimmons and dishwashers. Yeah.
1: <laughs> mm. I'm not sure. I think you need to go to AMDB.
0: Yeah, let's have a look. Let's have a look. So, Persimmons and dishwashers. But... Crown Court. Persimmons and dishwashers. There we go. Yeah. Fulchester's notorious Curl brothers are mm. accused of demanding money with menaces and GBH. <laughs> 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 but yes, it's all. Yes, it's. Uh... Cause there's, who's in there? There's oh,
1: somebody God, in there. That uh,
0: one not... of the brothers' own enforcers has disappeared and is believed to have been buried under the new M16 motorway foundations. <laughs> oh dear! Yes, it's uh very, 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 very silly.
1: Because um, I think there's a there's also a story. Isn't there a story uh, with Robert Powell in, as, Powell in as some sort of singer, religious singer or something? Well, I think he may be loosely based knows. on Cliff Richard.
0: Goodness knows! I mean, there's, yeah, there's, there's, there's an so awful lot of this. really
1: famous people. Um. And we did once ask the late Sam Kelly, who, who hadn't realised that... Oh, that's right. We, it uh, was out. Yeah, there's, there's, out.
0: He, he just appears at the start. He appears isn't? at the
1: start of one episode, and it was directed by a director called Wojciech.
0: Possibly Wojciech, as he's um,
1: and we, Polish. We, 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 yes, we found this increasingly amusing every time we saw it, because we kept thinking Medibot.
0: Yeah, yeah director credit, directed by Wojciech, yeah. that's all it says. yes. Yeah. And yeah, if you know Medibot from uh, Look Around You Two Yeah.
1: It become Yes, yeah, so
0: very very silly. But there we go. That's it. But yeah, Crown Court—that's our uh, recommended show of this, is the, of a, this uh, podcast,
1: yes, TV show um, of this podcast.
0: You maybe think, why would I want to watch Crown Court? But give it a go. And well,
1: look one episode up on on YouTube, and I can almost guarantee. Ooh,
0: yes, there are lots of episodes naughtily available on YouTube. We we. But can't, I,
1: I will guarantee that you want to buy the DVD. But buy the afterwards.
0: DVDs because that's much mm. more. Uh,
1: it's a better way of seeing it anyway.
0: Better quality. Better
1: quality. And, yeah. And. You get a few pennies to network, and, and it
0: might might encourage a few more people, you know, releases to come releases. out.
1: Yes, please release more a bit quicker. There
0: you go, mm-hmm. Cran Court.
1: Yeah, very good. Very good. Mm-hmm. Okay, thank you. Bye.
0: Well, all that remains is an urgent message for Lee Strange. Hello, Mr Strange. Could you please return our copy of Pardon My Genie, Series 1, as soon as possible, as our table leg is all wobbly without it.
1: Cheerio. See you next time.
0: That was *Ran the Archives.
1: Starring Lisa Parker and Andrew Tropish with Nick Goodman.
0: On the musical side, you heard Dan Tate and Paul Chandler.
1: The script for Crown Court How to Rob a Memory Bank was by Julian Roach.
0: And the producer was Jonathan Powell.